0: A lot of people ask if I like sleep in my crown and if I just went to the grocery <laughs> store in it.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's like showering with it and everything.
0: Can you imagine? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Oh my God. Put the
0: shower cap on it. <laughs> yeah. <Yo.
2: laughs> Welcome to The Worst Asian Podcast, where a couple Asian American millennials give you our shitty opinions on all things Asian. Hey Ben, how you doing today? <laughs> What's up, man? Are you doing okay? I'm good. I'm good. Can I be honest with you for a second? Yeah, for once. For once, I'm going to try to be honest with you. Normally, okay. when we have these interviews, uh, we try to do a very laid back Q&A, very relaxed, very chill. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But do you kind of feel the same way that I do where our guest today... Feels like she probably has an answer for every single question that we may have lined up.
1: I was thinking about it. She's uh, she's kind of like the Dalai Lama.
2: <laughs> kind of, yeah. kind of. So I thought maybe throughout the episode, we would try to get her off balance a little bit, sprinkling some questions that she wouldn't expect. Yeah, I like that. Do you have your calculus textbook on hand? I Let me look for it. Yep, it's right here. I've yep. got my European history <laughs> over here, so I think we should be good to go. Let's welcome onto the podcast... She is a real-life general Zer, our personal ambassador to Alaska, and of course, the first Korean-American to be crowned Miss America 2022. Let's say hello to the one and only Emma Broyles.
0: Hey, Thank you so much for having me.
2: Thank you for coming on. Mm. I'm sure you're shuffled around all over the place right now. Where are you currently right now?
0: I am in my apartment in Tempe, (laughs) Arizona, which I actually just got back from D.C. a few hours ago. So I took a shower, unpacked a little bit, and then tomorrow I'm headed out for about a month. So I'm going to do a lot of packing tomorrow.
2: (laughs) Oh, gee, so you're just in town right now.
0: Yeah, I was gonna
1: say like packing for a month and stuff. That's
2: you're like you gotta think ahead with everything then. Well, usually you're packing for like a one week trip.
0: Mm-hmm. It's difficult, especially as a girl. I feel like we're we are chronic overpackers. Mm. and so <laughs> I kind of have to maintain that and keep it put it all away and allow myself to let go of a few things.
2: <laughs> yeah, you said it, Emma. Not us. <laughs>
0: oh, you know, don't worry. I'll say it for you. <laughs>
1: With your busy schedule, what's like the most common question you get asked all the time that you're tired of answering, by the way?
0: Probably something I get asked every time I meet somebody is, what is your most favorite event that you've done so
2: far? Um. And I feel like that's
0: such a hard question to answer. And I, it's okay. You can totally ask me that question. <laughs>
1: he already did.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I give you full permission. Thank you. But I feel like a lot of the events that I'm really excited about have yet to happen even though i've had plenty of events that i've i've really enjoyed and so it's always a hard question just to pick one you know it's it's always a bit difficult for me
2: <laughs> i asked this to every member every card carrying member of gen z that i meet <laughs> every single one of them it's a bit narcissistic but do gen zers listen to podcasts
0: i think that I actually really think that Gen Zers listen to podcasts and it's because we have such short attention spans (laughs) that when we have to sit down and actually read a book, it becomes like the most challenging task of all time. I feel like you don't very often see members of the Gen Z population sitting and reading like a hard copy book. If you were to see them reading a book, they'd be reading on their Kindle or on their iPad, you know? But I think that with Gen Z especially we always like strive to have such busy lifestyles because I think it's so ingrained in our generation to be busy is kind of like what defines you and how successful you are and that we don't actually have time. So I know for me, when I'm at the gym, I'll be Mm -hmm. listening to a podcast or something. It's so convenient. I think, but it's so funny. I think that Gen Z is like the perfect audience for a podcast
2: <laughs> uh, we need to uh rebrand a little bit more and reach towards uh, other gen zers
1: that's good to know yeah. you know for the future now
0: exactly it's crazy i really don't think that people my age really just read for fun i think that a lot of us <laughs> like to listen to self-help podcasts or so for me mm. i listen to some tiny meat game podcast <laughs> yeah, when i'm at the gym I gotta listen to some cody co
2: surprisingly every gen z that i do ask that to will always defend themselves and say that they do listen to podcasts yes even really? though there is that common belief that gen z ears don't like you said the really? short attention span mm. so great ah. myth busting on your part okay um i wanted to get to a quick segment because i'll be honest both ben and i have never been to alaska yep. at all city boys that's here totally city boys. that's totally fair that's
0: totally
1: fair
2: so i'm gonna throw some facts and stats at you this may not be factual, even though I'm calling them stats or facts. Yeah,
1: we are not. Uh, <laughs> I just want to see
2: whether you think they're true, your thoughts yeah. on all this. Pick it- your brain a little, you know?
1: Oh, yeah. Let's see. All right. Are you ready, Ms. Broyles? I'm ready. <laughs> I think some parts of Alaska gets uh, 22 hours of sunlight during the summer. Is this true?
0: That is true. And in fact, if you go really far north in Alaska, the sun actually doesn't dip below the horizon for about a three-month time span. And conversely, in the winter, the sun doesn't even come up for a three-month period.
1: Isn't that insane? Yeah. That's trippy.
0: I know, it is crazy. But like, so if this is Alaska, I live in Anchorage, which is down here compared to where you would see, you know, the sun not coming up for three months would be like all the way up at the tippy top. But Anchorage is like a much more subdued version of that. So yes, in Anchorage, we typically see that where we'll have 22 hours of sunlight and then like five or six hours of sunlight in the wintertime.
2: That is crazy. How do you keep your sleep rhythm in check when the sun is there like literally all day? Oh yeah. Do you have like those blind out? Oh, it's those. Oh, blackouts. Blackouts. Yeah.
0: I've got the blackout, um, the blackout blinders. My brother oh. has blackout blinders and blackout curtains. And sometimes people will sleep with an eye mask too.
1: Oh my oh. God. All this extra work is I to would, sleep. I would be wearing my sunglasses all day. <laughs>
2: <laughs> like I'll never take them off a shit.
0: Exactly. But it's honestly so awesome though, because you can go like fishing in yeah. the middle of the night. Oh snap. I
2: never thought You're about right. it that way.
0: If you want to go catch some salmon when there's nobody else out on the river, you can go like in the middle of the night when the tides are good.
1: If you're like drunk, it's like, yo, I need like the midnight snack. It's like, yo, let me catch some
2: salmon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're hungry, go catch your own salmon.
2: (laughs) Okay, I also hear that most people in Alaska never feel cold. Is this statement true?
0: Oh, I definitely do not agree with that statement. (laughs) (laughs) The fact that I am going to college in Arizona is a testament to the fact that that's not true.
2: (laughs) You went as south as you could, as warm as you could. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I was so sick of the cold. I needed to like thaw out for a four-year period.
1: (laughs) Um, All right, next one. Igloos and dog sleds are a normal thing. I believe you have a dog sitting next to your daily driver in the garage. Yes.
0: Yes. That's very true. I actually have a pet moose and I put the saddle on the moose and that's how we get around. We actually don't have cars in the state of Alaska.
1: That's really good for gas. Mm-hmm. That is really up. good exactly, for gas. Exactly. It's super like really good friendly. for the climate,
0: you know? Yeah. We're single-handedly saving, re- reversing climate change in Alaska by riding moose.
1: Somewhere Al Gore is very, very proud of that. It's like, see, yeah. they get it. They knew.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, she gets What's you, more she gets expensive, moose feed or gas right now? We didn't have to do oh. mm.
0: Moose? Um... <laughs> they 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 be eating leaves and
2: no leaves are free so you could have them just mow your front lawn by <laughs> yeah, chewing on the grass yeah. it's like win-win
0: i know that people will do that they'll hide they'll they'll buy a goat and have their goat just hanging out in their backyard because <sighs> the goat like trims the grass so you don't have to you know oh. off you don't have to go through and mow your lawn
2: okay there emma for- i don't know where to believe you right now with this <laughs> yeah, gold comment emma,
1: yeah emma's sarcasm game is pretty strong i'm not gonna lie i'm like I'm yeah the- I don't
0: think Actually, that's not an Alaskan thing because you'd only be able to do that like two months out of the year. But I've definitely heard of people in the lower 48 who just have like goats in their yard for that sole purpose of mowing their lawn.
2: As a member of the lower 48, I, <laughs> I currently do not own a goat for my backyard nor my yeah. front yard. So, uh,
0: well, well, that'll be your next conquest. <laughs> <It will laughs> yeah.
2: Last one. The Alaskan flag has stars that represent the North Star and the Little Dipper.
0: Yes, that is true. And did you know that the Alaska flag was actually the design was created by this like 13-year-old? Isn't that insane?
1: No, I did not know that. That's
2: pretty cool.
0: I know. Honestly, I was like who who would trust Fail. a 13-year-old to to create the <laughs> state flag. But I mean, Benny Benson did a good job. It's a great flag.
2: Props to her. But Emma, you were slightly wrong there. Mm. I said the small dipper, but it's actually the big dipper. You
0: got wow. me. You re- you did get me there.
2: I don't know if they'll let you back home in your home state now.
0: <laughs> Honestly, I don't think they will. Tomorrow when I fly in, the flight attendants are going to like barricade the door and mm. keep me out.
2: <laughs> you might have to video call your moose just to say goodbye one last I know.
0: time. I know. I know. That's tragic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let's get into what you're up to these days. Can we first start off get a little bit of background on where you were born and raised?
0: Yeah. So I was born and raised in Anchorage, Alaska, actually. And so was my mom. So my mom's full Korean and my dad is white, making me hapa. And my grandparents came to America from Korea right before my mom was born. So she was actually born and raised in Anchorage, Alaska. And so was my dad, making me a second-generation Alaskan. But So my mom... I honestly, she's so funny. We we call her like the most whitewashed Korean you'll ever meet because <laughs> she doesn't speak the language. I think she understands a little bit of Korean. She doesn't really make Korean food, um, so yeah. it's pretty hilarious. But my parents enrolled me in Korean school when I was when I was five oh, really? because they wanted me to learn the language. And then mm-hmm. I really regret this, but I cried every single day until oh, my, my parents God. me out. <laughs> And now I tried learning Korean on Duolingo and I gave up. It was too hard.
1: Shout out to Duolingo, <laughs> first of all. I
0: know, Duolingo.
1: Emma, if it makes you feel any better, I am, I want to say 100% full Korean. As far as you know. As far as I know. And my Korean is trash. Like,
0: <laughs> really? Well, well, say something. Let's see.
1: Uh, I guess. Oh, damn, I'm sweating now. You're putting him on the spot, but I go, um, go, Ben. I guess, 안녕, no, pop 먹었어.
0: Wow. I mean, I wouldn't know any different, but...
1: But that's like basic. I literally <laughs> just ask, like, did you eat food? <laughs> like, that's all I can like think of. Like, if you put me in Korea, I'm like going to be screwed. Yeah.
0: That's funny. Actually, the only phrase my mom knows how to say is, I'm full. Actually, there's two. She knows <laughs> I'm full. And then she also knows how to say, I don't know how to speak Korean. <laughs> Those are like her go-to phrases. We've joked oh, about that.
2: literally that exact thing on the past episode. Yeah. where we did.
0: Those are the two things you need to know.
2: We'll give there people a yeah. disclaimer before we actually start speaking our languages. <laughs> it's not good at all.
0: Oh, man.
1: How is like the Korean exposure in Anchorage, specifically?
0: Um, My great aunt had fallen in love with a man who was in the army, and he mm. was stationed in Alaska. So they, when she came to America, to Alaska specifically... Mm-hmm all of her relatives followed. And so it's really interesting that all of my great aunts and uncles live in Anchorage, Alaska. And so I grew up very much connected to my Korean uh, heritage because all of my Korean relatives live in Alaska. And I think about how different that would have been if they stayed in Korea and if I never got to have that connection with them. I probably wouldn't have ever had the chance to meet them if they stayed in Korea. But because they all came to Anchorage, I really was – I think that a lot of my childhood was related to my Korean heritage and learning Mm -hmm. about their stories and so I'm very appreciative and I'm very lucky that I was able to have my whole family in America with me. But, um, yeah, I was very much connected to my my Korean heritage growing up because of that.
2: I like that. I mean, yeah. we did some quick research and we found out that like certain parts of Alaska, I think Anchorage has a Korean population of less than 10,000. The number is around like 7,000, something like that. Oh, 7,000. Really? I
0: actually didn't know that. And it's interesting because it kind of feels like there's a really large Korean population in huh. Alaska. It's really fascinating though. I think it's also because you've got to take into account the fact that Anchorage is like 270,000 people, you know, it's such a small city as is, right? I also think it might've just been like the part of town that I lived in and you know, mm. the people that I knew, but my grandpa was actually the president of the Korean Alaskan community. And so everybody kind of knows everybody. And it seems like every time I run into a Korean person, they're like, oh, you're your grandpa, <laughs> Yeah, you know? So it's, real, it's really nice that it's such a tight knit community, especially cause Anchorage is so small anyways.
2: Considering it's such a small community. Did you ever experience any racial tensions growing up? I'll be honest, at first glance, you don't specifically look super mm-hmm. Korean, right?
0: It's interesting because I'm half Korean and I've met plenty of other, you know, half Asian, half white people who either look really Asian or look really white. And I think that in my case, I certainly am white passing. And so I didn't necessarily face that racial tension growing up, especially because I lived in a community that was so diverse. Right. Um, You know, every once in a while I would get the eating dogs comment when I was growing up and I'd be like, "Okay, classic exactly yeah and it's one of those things where people wouldn't say it until they found out that i was korean because i am white passing yeah because i was yeah because i was white passing a lot of a lot of it was just me dealing with my own insecurities about not fitting that you know eurocentric beauty standard and not necessarily mm. people aiming that those racial um things that mean
2: did your family or those that in your family that were full korean did they experience that
0: You know, I actually have never really talked to them about it. I think that is something that we just don't talk about because, you know, it's, there's just like a lot of weight there and we never really open up that conversation, which I've really actually, you know, that that's reminding me that I should probably ask my mom and I should ask my grandma. But I think that we're lucky that, that I grew up in Anchorage, Alaska and that it was already such a diverse community that it's it wasn't strange, you know? And I think when I first came to Arizona for school, it was insane. I felt like I was the only Asian person within like a 4-mile radius of oh, really? the campus. Yeah. Oh. It's it, Arizona, I think especially in in Phoenix and in Tempe and you know, Scottsdale area is very white dominated. It feels like right. And so it was really different and I could only imagine what it would have been like if I grew up there versus in Anchorage with such a diverse
2: community. I think it's actually so interesting that because you're expressing that diversity to us and unfortunately, you know, because we're ignorant New Yorkers. We're not very (laughs) well educated
1: here. Our education here in
2: New York's not the best. I actually would have thought it would have kind of have been the reverse where you came down to Mm -hmm. Arizona for Mm -hmm. schooling, maybe you got exposure to more cultures. But you're saying it's like the total opposite.
0: Exactly. And that was so shocking to me. I didn't quite realize just how diverse the community of Anchorage is in Alaska in particular. I know we've got um, a really large, obviously, Alaska Native population. I think yeah. we've got a pretty large Hispanic population and a really large Asian population. Oh. So it's 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 interesting, and I'm lucky that I got to grow up in such a diverse community. I think that it kind of it, it made for a, a much easier childhood than if I had grown up in a predominantly white community.
1: Piggybacking on that, um, I actually have cousins that are half uh, Korean, half German. Oh, really? You sharing that story about like getting those like comments of after they find out what you are. I remember growing up with them, they would tell me how they would hide their heritage in the background Mm. because of it, because they don't want to be targeted, because they were the only uh, mixed Asian kids in their school. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Like, it
2: doesn't matter where. It's just, it's always just pans out. Exactly. Or you have a unreasonable fear of being targeted. So you don't want to be in the spotlight.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly.
2: Speaking of being in the spotlight, you now are very much in the spotlight. I know this is this question that you get asked all the time, but I feel like it's a good way to actually start this whole phase of your life. When you became, I was going to say Captain America, but that's totally <laughs> not that's totally not who you that
0: would are, be so awesome,
2: not yet, not yet. <laughs> we're still working on that super soldier serum. It's in the works. <laughs> but when you became or when you were called to be Miss America, what was the first thought that came to your mind on that stage?
0: I immediately thought, that they had seen AL on the card and thought that it was Alaska and that they it was supposed to be Alabama because the first rumor <laughs> was Alaska uh, It was Alabama. Yeah. And I feel like that's such a common thing as people think that AL is Alaska. Yeah. Um, or they think AK is Arkansas. And I immediately was like, they made a mistake. I called the wrong girl.
2: <laughs> I would have made that mistake, oh just now. Yep. So pessimistic.
0: It's like my Biggest fear. Uh, I, I remember Miss Universe a few years ago. Steve Harvey accidentally yes, called the first yes. runner up. Yeah, and it was a whole thing. And so I feel like every time I go into something, I always go into it with a little bit of a. I just got to make sure that they're they're really that they really got it right. But I don't. I immediately just didn't think that they they had called the right name, and it it was just so much shock. And I I truly didn't believe it. So, I mean, still to this day, every day I wake up and I, I'm i almost six months in. I'm always halfway yeah. through and I still have to pinch myself every morning when I wake
1: up. I don't know if you know, but it's a pretty big moment also for like the AAPI community. Yeah. Do you ever think about that? Like, oh, snap, I'm part of this thing. Now that's kind of a bigger picture.
0: Yes, 100%. I, I often think about when I was growing up, I didn't really see... People who looked like me in the entertainment industry, in particular, mm. it, it was it was just kind of a frustrating thing. You know, it seemed like we always saw the same the same mold,
1: the stereotypes.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was definitely kind of frustrating. But feels so wonderful to be able to be that person for somebody else to yeah. for them to be able to say that girl looks like me, and she's doing this and this and this but she still looks like me. I think that representation in all different venues matters, you know, whether it's in business or government or entertainment. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so incredibly important to have indes- to have that representation and so I'm really lucky that I'm able to be play a small role in that for some young girl or guy out there.
1: Just kudos to you by the way. Every time I see you like doing interviews, I think you kill it every time, I guess.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so sweet. Thank you.
1: And speaking of that, I was talking about my dad about you. I was like, hey, dad, I'm going to be interviewing on Miss America. And he's like, yes. So I was like, dude, she's Korean. He's like, get the hell out. Ah! And she's from like Alaska. He's like, oh, it makes sense. The cold <laughs> weather makes great skin.
2: What does the cold weather know. have to do my, with my anything? My dad is really weird, but my dad was like,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's cold up there. So she has great skin. Look at that skin. That's good, cold <laughs> That's Korean so skin. A cold <laughs> I was like, are you drunk, man? He's like, well, it's true.
2: Go tell her that. <laughs> Yes, I don't know. So uh, I guess my dad's a scientist. Or a dermat- <laughs> He's a dermatologist now. <laughs> Sometimes, do you ever feel overwhelmed or strange to be uh, made a symbol for the community? Being Captain America? Be- being Captain you know.
0: America? <laughs> I know. Yeah. Being Captain America, especially. You know, I think that one of the hardest things for me growing up was, especially growing up as somebody who's half white and half Asian, mm was kind of feeling like I didn't quite fit either mold. And so after I won Miss America, of course, it was a huge win for the AAPI community. You know, everybody was talking about how I was the first Korean-American Miss America. And I remember I was kind of struggling with that because I was like, am I? I'm not fully Korean, though. And I was anticipating people being frustrated the fact that, yes, I am the first Korean Miss America, but... I knew that people were going to complain about the fact that I was half white. Mm. They're going to say, oh, the only reason she won and is actually Korean (sighs) is because she's half white. There's always
1: people like that. Those are the people that just drank the Haterade.
0: (laughs) That's so funny. I've never heard of that. The Haterade. I know.
1: (laughs) That's what it is.
0: Yeah. And so I, I was so incredibly excited to be able to experience this landmark moment. But at the same time, I also wasn't quite sure if I... Was allowed to market myself and to accept this win on behalf of the AAPI community, and so it was kind of this like internal dilemma that I had to deal with in the first few months. You know, it makes total sense, and right. I totally understand where people are coming from. But uh, uh, of course, it was it was just kind of that weird situation to be in where I I just you know had to figure that out for myself.
1: I mean, that's a total normal thing to feel, but I think that the best thing about it is that I think we see that you really do try your best, you
2: know, such as like a human thing that we can connect. People don't necessarily expect you to be the perfect model of being 100% Korean in various different ways, but a lot of it is being given the opportunity to kind of discover more about your own heritage. Yeah, exactly. And you're doing that on a public platform for all of us in some ways.
1: And Emma, I'm going to say it again. You're okay because I'm a, I'm supposed to be 100% Korean and I am so not Korean, okay? So <laughs> if you're, you ever feel okay, bad man. about
2: yourself, exactly. Just look at my co-host right here. <laughs> yeah, man. Don't. Worry.
0: But that's also I think why it's important that we have been able to um really embrace this this term of being Korean American because right. we are Korean and we embrace, you know, we embrace our Asian heritage, but at the same time we're all we also identify as being American. And so we can kind of maintain both of those identities at the same time. And I think that that kind of is very representative of what America stands for fundamentally.
1: I guess the next other question I want to ask is like, do you see yourself struggling when it comes to like being seen as a symbol for the Asian female community as well?
0: The same thing that I understand that being half Korean and having that half white part of me definitely makes it more difficult for young girls to relate to me, young girls who are, you know, specifically Asian. And I certainly want to be a symbol for young young Asian females, but I also know that I am very much white passing. And so I haven't faced that same level of discrimination as other young ladies have who are looking up to me. And so I think that still it's important to use my platform to speak, openly speak about these issues and openly speak about my heritage and what makes an Asian-American, an Asian-American.
2: Yeah, I think it's so nice that you're willing to be very open about all this, because I think Mm -hmm. sometimes us from the outside, especially looking on Miss America and the pageant, we sometimes just see the facade of what's uh, given to us. Yeah. We often forget that these are real women. Yeah. Everyone has their flaws. You have been very open about what makes you a regular human being with flaws,
0: a hundred percent, and I think that's so important, especially for a younger generation to see because uh, when they're growing up in this age of social media where they're essentially seeing highlight reels of Everyone's all of best the people moments. that they know. Exactly. And so it really creates this like false reality that they're living in, which can be really hard. I remember it was difficult for me. I think that Instagram really kind of started to ramp up when I was in seventh grade. Yeah. And I remember I got an Instagram account too. And of course I was doing the same thing. I was posting all my best pictures when I'm mm. hanging out with my friends, making sure everyone knew that I had friends and that I
1: was <laughs> living your and, best life.
0: Exactly, living my best life But I think that it's such a such a strange time for this new generation to be growing up in. And so I think that some of us who are in these public roles kind of have an obligation to break down that highlight reel and to mm. show the younger generations that they they are, and to remind them that they are really just seeing the best parts of everybody on social media and that they don't have to compare themselves to that because it's completely not realistic.
2: Damn, are you sure you're from Gen Z? <laughs> I was just going to say, right? Side question, and I mm-hmm. forgot to ask this as part of the whole Gen Z thing. We're in our mid-30s. Do you think we're old?
0: I don't think so at all. Honestly, I I don't consider that old because I'm 20, and I don't really know like at what age I would consider you old. <laughs> Maybe if you're like 65 and you're considered a senior.
2: She's like, Once <laughs> but
0: I definitely don't consider that to be old.
2: Thank you. Once you can get Social Security, then you are officially technically old. But before that point, I guess we're all forever young.
0: <laughs> yes, Exactly.
2: I'm just going to use like five filters every time I post (laughs) pictures I'm just going to be I need another one I need another one we just talked about being your genuine self and you're going to put five filters Uh, on your face that's
0: that's so funny. I'm
2: just being true to myself. That's totally also, not a thing. I feel like for the
0: most part, I know this is kind of a stereotype, but everyone thinks that Asians age really well. And honestly, I think that it's true for the most part, but I kind of think that it's because we have such oily skin that keeps your skin hydrated and moisturized that you're less hey. likely to develop wrinkles at a younger age.
1: Somewhere my dad is saying, see, I told you. <laughs> Somewhere, my dad It's is oil and <laughs> the cold weather. Exactly. That's what your dad's going to say. Yeah. She son, I told you, man.
0: And I honestly think it's true.
1: You know, Asians don't raisin, right? That's like. Asians don't raisin. Yeah, that's I say. have actually never oh, heard like that, that one.
0: I've never heard that one either.
1: Uh, yeah, that's what they say. I remember it was a chick that wasn't Asian. She was like, saying, it's "Like, Yeah, you Asians. Asians don't raisin. Huh. You
2: got to give them props I, for it. I was like, Can I take you
1: out sometime? <laughs> I was like, That's <laughs> amazing. <No one.
2: laughs> yeah. Can I ask you, Emma, now that you are Miss America, do people treat you differently? And I mean, people that you already knew?
0: Hmm. Honestly, I don't really think so. It, it feel, Most of my relationships, I think, were already very well established before I win, won Miss America. And so everything has mostly stayed the same. But I can always kind of tell when somebody's coming to me and there's kind of like that like they're being fake genuine, you know? Uh, And I I did notice that after I won, a lot of people like wanted something from me, whether they wanted me to shout out their business on Instagram or something, you know, whatever it is. But (laughs) I'm know i sure you're very familiar. But I mean, for the most part, like everything I think has remained mostly the same. And honestly, on most days, I forget that I miss America. Like today I was walking through the airport in sweatshirts and a tank top and and then I, I got home and I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot that I'm Miss America. That's crazy. <laughs> it's, it's, it's insane. I, I just forget about it. And I definitely see myself still as a normal person, which I used to put Miss America on a pedestal when I was younger. Yeah, I was like, right. um, that's literally Miss America. She is a god. Right. And now I'm like, it's just, it's just me. I guess it's just a normal person. It's huh? like, yo, I'm just chilling.
1: <laughs> I got to study later. You know, I got to do some errands. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to do the dishes yeah. and I'm chilling.
0: It's crazy.
1: Can I ask you, I noticed you have to carry the sash and the crown. Mm-hmm. Do you have like a little suitcase thing for that? <laughs> like,
0: I do actually. No I way. Have to, I'll go grab it from my bag, but I've got <laughs> two in my Is apartment it like right the now. shape,
2: foam shaped like the crown? In it, and, and like it fits perfectly? <laughs> yeah, it's, in. Like
0: a, it's like a suit. I'll show you. I've got.
2: Um, oh, should we got the, oh we got my the inside God. scoop, yo? Listeners can't see this, obviously, but Emma is stepping away and she's going to grab this, I guess, crown suitcase. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yeah, so this is
0: actually a gift. From the outgoing Miss America, Camille Schreier.
2: A shout out to so
1: Camille. So it's just
0: like a nice little um, oh, look like at, look at that. box. It's ah. got nice cushions in here. Damn. It's like pretty sturdy. Yeah, and then I have my other crown in like a very nice Yo. case.
2: Okay, Yo. that's a legit case right there. It's yeah. like a yeah. <laughs> <she's> like museum-worthy <laughs> display case. And the handle is bedazzled. Is that the word that I'm looking right. for? Yes, yeah, I, I think yeah. so. So
0: this is um, one of our our sponsors. They're called Crown Couture Collection, and they make these like really nice um, custom boxes that you can use to display your crown for the rest Holy of your life. Or can
2: I put my baseball cap in that? Yo, oh, yeah. Well, they work the you see same way.
0: a Little pillow too. You like? Yeah,
2: the <laughs> little I, I little had to pillow. Catch the pillow.
0: Isn't that cute? She's sleeping.
1: Yeah, she, <laughs> she's sleeping. Yo, yo, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would like just carry that with me. If I go to a restaurant, I'll just put it right in the middle of the <laughs> table. <laughs> you know what's up right it's like oh i'm so sorry i'll get you the secret menu yeah,
0: <laughs> my bad <laughs> yeah like oh sorry i'm so sorry i where else to put it <laughs> so, actually i forgot i should have mentioned when you asked me the question about what's the most common question i get a lot of people ask if i like sleep in my crown and if i just work to <laughs> the grocery store in it <laughs>
1: yeah she's like showering with it and everything <laughs>
0: can you imagine
1: <laughs>
2: Yeah. Yo. oh my god put the
0: shower cap on it <laughs> Yeah. <Yo. laughs> it would be crazy i promise i'm not that crazy is that thing <laughs> heavy though no, you know, it's really light. Is so it? I think that it's it's just like um, rhinestones and crystals. So it's really, it's not that heavy. I w- if I had to guess, I would guess two or three pounds.
2: Dude, no, that's heavy. That's heavy.
1: That's heavy.
0: Here, I'll show you. And it's like actually a little bit too large for my head.
1: Do they give it fitted? You know, when you get like a fitted cap?
0: Oh my gosh, I wish that they did. So it's the same. It looks the exact same every single year, except for this year, it's gold for the 100th anniversary.
1: You got the hookup,
0: right? But Damn. it's always the same. It's been the same design since you know Miss America came about a hundred years ago. So yeah. the design, the dimensions have always pretty much stayed consistent. Um, but my head's just a little bit too small. In fact, there was one Miss America who had a really tiny head, and the crown just wouldn't fit on their head, her head. So <laughs> no they had to way. make her a mini version. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's like a collar for her. She puts it on. It just wraps around her neck.
0: <laughs> oh, that would be so sick.
2: I mean, I've never been Miss America, so I don't know how heavy that thing is. I was just super curious. Yeah.
0: It's fairly light. It's fair. It's like real. It's comfortable to wear. I mean, after you've had it on for like five minutes, you forget it's there.
2: She developed like the neck muscles. But yeah.
0: Every day I like do my exercises. I'm like, (laughs) I got to strengthen my neck, my neck muscles.
2: (laughs) I saw you playing with the thing right there and you almost dropped it. Can I ask you like a weird side question? Like I'm married. So Mm -hmm. I remember for the first year of my life after I got married, I kept touching my ring finger because I was so worried that I just lost my ring. Really? And now I've stopped doing that, of course. Shout out to your wife. (laughs) I'm still married. I'm still (laughs) married. (laughs) I'm still married. Do you ever feel like nervous that you might drop the crown? Yeah, or lose it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there. I've ha- heard plenty of stories of Miss Americas who have like lost their crown or oh. just like falls and shatters. But so this, I actually have two. So this was the crown that I was crowned in and it broke. So I sent it in and they fixed it. And then they oh. sent me this backup crown in the meantime. And then the backup crown also broke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, I, I am not very careful with these, I guess. But so now I have two of them. So I always have a backup, Emma, which is nice. Here's
2: what you need to do do not send the second one back just say you lost it
0: they're actually letting me keep it isn't that so dope
2: just keep doing it and give it to
1: everyone in your family it's like yo umma, i have a surprise for you it's like what is this it's like yeah. yo, i got you your own crown yo
0: oh, that would be crazy yeah. oh my gosh oh god <laughs> but i guess they have the backup one like right they made it the night that i won i, I think they were yeah. anticipating a disaster <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god Can I ask you what is the worst or funniest moment that you've had so far being Miss America?
0: I was at an event at the Super Bowl and I remember I was getting into this elevator with my tour manager and this like random older guy was just like following me around asking me questions and he was like following us into the elevator and he was like oh, do you God. have any tattoos anywhere your feet?
1: <laughs> wow you know <laughs> something
0: else that was like super out of pocket that he asked and then like the elevator closed and we were like
2: i hope you had a bodyguard or it someone she, she said just your agent you said
0: yeah, so my tour manager, and then typically somebody from the event oh who I'm gosh. there for will typically like be there as well. But it was just so random. Yeah. I, I was like, "That's such a random question." And I don't have any tattoos, so I didn't have anything fun to show him. But it was just he was like, "Do you have any tattoos, man?" <laughs> <laughs> he, he was he really wanted to know. Yes,
1: he was probably like, "Yo, are you a queen or something? Are you? A, do you own <laughs> yeah. a country? What's up?"
0: Yeah. Honestly sometimes when i go out without my sash and just my crown i the most common question i'll get is oh is it your birthday or are you getting married
2: <laughs> oh you're, don't is kill it, me do they have burger kings in alaska
0: we do actually yeah
2: you know the burger king crown
0: <laughs> did you go to burger king yeah <laughs> <laughs> i haven't gotten that one yet but if i if i do get that question which is a good chance i will i'll let you know
1: yo just do a sponsorship yo burger king like let's be real Let's work something out.
0: You're like, i actually am the Burger King.
2: And
1: I'll do some commercials. Let's go. So.
2: Exactly. If you're ever in New York and you see someone screaming, how was the Whopper? That's probably us. Yes. <laughs> I'll remember that.
1: All right. So the opposite of what Lindsay just asked is, what's like the coolest moment you've had so far? Celebrity maybe or just something funny?
0: Also, when I was there at the Super Bowl, I got to meet a lot of celebrities. I met Cody Co., which, like, I, I've always been a really yeah. big fan of Cody Co. And then I met um, Shaquille O'Neal. He was just there. You met Shaq? At an event. It was so funny.
1: Yeah, she met Shaq, bro.
0: He was just so tall. He was towering <laughs> over me. I, I, I mean, I, I know that he's tall, but I was like, "Eh, this guy's really tall.
1: Was he like, we hey. need
2: to make your crown like an extra three feet <laughs>
1: Yeah, for her? Did he come out? He's like, hey, are you a queen of something? We're like, what are you doing? Is that
2: like, is that your best, shack? That's my shack. That's my shack. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's pretty. That's a pretty good impression. I feel like. <laughs> thank you, thank you,
1: thank you, Shack. If you hear this, there's a compilation of like of Shaq just eating things that look really tiny in his hands. There's what? a compilation of it. You could look it up. It's like him drinking a water bottle, him eating like a Krispy Kreme oh, so donut, funny. or like him eating I'm a chicken wing. Watch that. I, yeah, that's, that's me when I'm bored. and you just see everything It's like, my god, it looks so so tiny. And he just <laughs> holds it
2: with like his finger.
0: Oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to watch. That actually sounds hilarious. I'm going to watch that video after this. <laughs> we'll
2: try to find the link and send it to you, though. <laughs> yeah. Moving past this. Oh, oh, one quick thing. I found out one of the main reasons why you first applied to be Captain America <laughs> was because of school scholarships, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So one of the big, big um, draws for me competing in Miss America was, of course, I needed the scholarships. And I ended up winning a record $100,000 in scholarships the night that I won Miss America. Yeah, which respect. is amazing. Mm mm-hmm. Exactly, and then I also get paid a six-figure salary during my year of service, and so I can put all of that money toward medical school. Which, of course, that's going to last me like a year and a half.
2: Year and a half, yeah. two months. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after the first semester, we're done. <laughs> You're like in debt already.
0: Exactly, I know. that's <laughs> what I'm saying. But it was kind of like one of the big reasons that I wanted to compete, and it was really cool that this year for the 100th anniversary, they gave away twice the amount they usually do. I think usually it's around like fifty thousand dollars. But oh
1: wow. Perfect One of the
0: former Miss Americas, Chantel, Wurst, she donated, she and her husband donated an extra fifty thousand dollars, and so they made it an an even hundred.
2: <laughs> Props to them. You know what this also says in like a weirdly sad way: if America had free education, Emma would not be Miss America <laughs> right now. Yeah. You know? She's very you would have never that. entered the no.
1: contest.
0: Oh my gosh! Can you imagine?
1: It's like, yo, you want us to pay for like half of your school? Just become
2: Miss America. <laughs> I got you. How? It's easy, right? That you know? says a lot about education here. <laughs> yeah.
0: You know, I know.
2: Uh, do you have any plans post being Miss America?
0: You know, honestly, I'm going to jump right back in to school. So I'm halfway, a little over halfway through my undergraduate degree. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like unconventional that I'm taking a gap year in the middle of my degree. But I'm going to jump back in. Um, I have three semesters left and then I'll start prepping for the MCAT and then I'll go to medical school. So I'll go right back to the grind.
2: (laughs)
1: On campus, do so they come up to? It's like they look at you and they kind of squint, like yo, this girl looks so familiar. But What's that weird thing on her head? <laughs> yeah, it like, clearly looks like a crown she, on her like, head. She's like eating in the cafeteria <laughs> with like the crown. Like yo, I swear I've seen this girl before, yo, I
2: swear.
0: I would be so crazy for that, but honestly, not that often. It, I I kind of like it. It feels like I have I a bet. lot of privacy when I'm in Arizona.
2: I would have imagined that on campus with younger people and with social media being so heavily active there, that clearly people would have known who you are.
1: Especially if yeah. it just rocks the crown's
2: like, oh, I know who you are. You're the queen of Alaska, aren't
1: you? I knew it.
0: <laughs> that would be crazy if I actually wore that crown all the time. But um, <laughs> ASU has like such a huge student body yeah. that I kind of like like getting lost in the mix. I think we've got like near 100,000 students, which is just Damn. absolutely insane. That is, mm-hmm. that is a lot of people. It's kind of nice. I feel like you kind of get lost in the crowd, which I, I kind of can appreciate.
2: That's cool. I guess a certain part of you is just ready to get back to normal life.
0: Honestly, it has been very easy. And I say that because the pandemic really kind of changed the direction of the work that Miss America does. So a lot of the stuff Uh, that I do is like what I'm doing right now. You know, I'm doing, filming a podcast with you from my apartment in Arizona, right? So it's been kind of nice that a lot of the events that I've been able to do have been virtual. So it's kind of made for a very calm and relaxed year for the most part. Which means that I get so much downtime. Honestly, I don't really know what to do with myself. I feel like I have so much free time.
1: <laughs> I don't know. I feel. Emma, I just feel like you're such an overachiever that it's like.
0: Oh my gosh, not at all.
1: Uh, just one Miss America. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go <laughs> take my MCATs. But yo, no biggie. Oh, I met Shaq by the way.
2: <laughs> all right, cool. I like that. <laughs> you know? Are you taking classes right now? Remote classes, one or two of them at least, or are you really doing that full gap year?
0: I did take one class this semester, but Mm. I had to defer my merit-based scholarship for a year and it ended up being like $5,000 for one three-credit class. And so I am just going to hold off and wait until I can use my scholarship again because it's so expensive. That's Isn't that crazy?
2: The theme of this podcast is education is very, very expensive no matter who you are.
0: Exactly. I was like, I took one like (laughs) five-week three-credit class and it was $5,000. Dang.
2: Emma, this goes back to the thing that uh, Ben was saying. You need to get as many crowns of these lost, quote-unquote lost, as possible. Put, so it can, <laughs> put it on eBay. On eBay in the future, <laughs> you never know. You can get your, your, your third semester, your graduate school, your <laughs> yeah, medical every, school every, paid off. Every crown.
0: School, no debt.
2: <laughs>
1: when she pays it off, she just puts that like, crown on. There <laughs> you go. Here, here you go.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're giving me ideas. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We like to wrap up every single podcast with a segment that we call ranting and raving. It's just a quick, lighthearted way for us to end every single podcast. The hosts, Ben and I, and the guests each take a turn raving about something good happening in our lives there or ranting about something crappy in our lives. It can be completely random. It doesn't have to pertain to anything that we talked about. You want to go first, Ben? Uh, okay. <laughs> I was
1: speaking of uh, Anchorage and fish and salmon and stuff,
2: Oh, God, where's yep. this going? I was
1: just listen, listen. So I was at the restaurant. Right? I was in a restaurant. I was working, right? And then um, I noticed, um, I guess, they had a menu on the table. I was wondering, um, I noticed the menu. Is there anything I could get you? They're like, we just want to check. I'm like, oh. So aggressive. Exactly. I was like, oh, my. So I was like, oh, is everything okay? They're like, how do you not have salmon on your menu, huh? And I'm like... <laughs> Oh, uh, sometimes, you know, I guess we just sold a lot today and, you know, we have a certain Oh, milk. so you typically have salmon. We but do have you, salmon you on the menu. That we just ran out. So like, that's unbelievable. How can you not have salmon? I'm like, oh. You mean they just <laughs> kept going on about not having salmon? Dude, they were, it was a married
2: couple. Don't blame it on them being married. That doesn't make you no, no, b- no, I'm just, bitter people. I'm just, trying to, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm just trying to paint the picture. Oh, God.
1: Like, they're just grilling me. Like, I don't get it. There's a Whole Foods right next door. A Whole Foods. A Whole Foods supermarket. Can't you just go there and get it for us <laughs> and cook it? She was asking what? for you to leave your restaurant, go to yes. Whole Foods next door. Yes, come back with the brown bag and everything. That's
0: crazy. Yeah, I was uh. like, man,
1: I think COVID has like made people forget how restaurants and just going out. <laughs> how things
2: actually work. So yeah, I guess that's, uh, I don't know, is that a... Are you ranting about um, them or are you raving about I- being baffled by their <laughs> statements? I-, I think just
1: speaking about it just got me more baffled.
2: How about you, Emma?
0: So last night, and I can't believe that this was just last night, it seems like a a year ago, but um, I was in D.C. The event that I was there for was for the APEX Gala, which is the Asian Pacific American Institute for Congressional Studies. And it was a really neat gala. There were so many influential Asian Americans there, and I got to meet so many people that I admire. And one of them being Steve Aoki. Oh. Is that His last name?
1: Aoki. Yeah.
2: Is, I- Aoki? I, I Is think Aoki? I think it's Aoki. I've always said Aoki. Aoki. You think it's Aoki? Th- I've always said Aoki. Uh, they will agree to disagree. All right, Steve. Come on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> we'll ask you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo.
1: Exactly.
0: But it was so cool. And i, I he's probably like... I think of all the people I've met this year, of all the yeah. celebrities I've met, yeah. he probably smelled the best, which sounds so creepy. <laughs> was it was it? The- he just like smelled so good. He has I think great it hair. was his hair product. I think it was his hair product.
1: His hair game is strong. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it really is. It really uh, yeah. is. And then also the vice president was speaking. And I was sitting in like the very front row. So I was probably like less than ten feet away from her. And it's crazy. Like they had the Secret Service had to do a whole sweep of the ground floor of this wow. area we were having the gal at. And then like she wasn't allowed to interact with the audience at all. Like she was and the she had her two all oh, of course there's a ton of guards. And then yeah, the two that yeah. were like next to her on the floor. They're both holding their suit jackets like this, like ready to grab their gun. Oh at any yeah. It was crazy. Right. I didn't realize just how intense the security is, but it makes sense. You, know, you can't have anything happen to the president or the vice president, but it was so cool. She was just like there in person, which being from Alaska, you don't often see public figures right. in person ever. And I was just so shocked that she was just sitting in front of me.
2: So that means you weren't close enough to smell her and compare her to Steve. <laughs> oh i know honestly i
0: should have i should have just pretended to be a secret service agent I,
1: <laughs> I hope this gala had salmon by the way i hope they had delicious salmon for you
2: Oh man. Okay. <laughs> okay um normally i take this segment to always bitch or complain about something i always mm-hmm. do very fair i'm gonna take this segment just to be a little bit serious for a sec. my great aunt she passed away recently and I just want to give a shout out to her, obviously, her life and everything she's done. Yeah. And in some ways, dedicate this episode to her. They can say a lot about you by who turns out to your funeral, right? I've mm-hmm. never seen as many damn people at a funeral than I did when I went to her funeral.
0: That's amazing. It had
2: so many flowers that they couldn't even keep it in the funeral service wow. room. So that just says a lot about her life in general, how many people she touched and everything quick story when me and my parents first came to this country she literally took us Mm -hmm. from the airport took care of us that day took us to the grocery store bought us a cleaver and like a cutting board yeah (laughs) just to make sure we had something to cook with yeah exactly and my parents oh my still have that cleaver wow it's a very crappy cleaver by the way but we still have it because you know in a lot of ways it means a lot to us that's amazing man so Mm -hmm. shout out to my great aunt that's an
0: amazing story wow may she may she rest in power
2: okay emma this was super fun i say that all the time but i really mean it this time that's not so saying awesome. anything to the other guests by the way but yeah, yeah, I, <laughs> was gonna, I
1: was just gonna say
2: like, my eyes just got big I'm just I was
1: like, kidding I'm like the Asian like, yo, yo, yo,
2: I'm just kidding I like all the <laughs> yeah. other guests um, you know we're friends we, we love we tease, you all yes we tease you all but Emma you are super super cool yeah we have preconceived notions of Gen Z that have been shattered today yes demolished <laughs> abolished and also just you know the Miss America thing yeah having you yeah. being so laid back so down to earth has been really cool to see you are very dope and we hope that this this episode, this conversation was a bit more lighthearted because I know you go through a lot of interviews, a lot of press, a, <sighs> a lot, lot, lot of questions. I'm not going to say they're dry, but they're dry. <sighs> or repetitive.
0: No, this was a really fun interview. I feel like we like were so productive. I feel like we covered <laughs> so much. And I talked about a lot of things that I don't typically get to talk about in like a standard news interview. So this was awesome.
2: Steve's hair. Yes. Uh, stealing crowns. Yes. Burger King sponsorships. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Shaq, Moose are good for the environment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goats make very good organic <laughs> lawnmowers. <laughs> don't forget <Exactly>. that, guy.
0: <laughs> don't forget it. Don't forget it.
2: Um, where can our listeners find you if they want to keep up with what you're up to on a day-to-day basis?
0: Yeah, my Instagram is Emma Broyles, B-R-O-Y-L-E-S underscore. Um, and then the Miss America Instagram is just Miss America, at Miss America. And that's typically where a lot of my stuff is posted.
2: Are you doing anything in the near future that you want to promote or spotlight or anything?
0: Um, I'm going to the special. So Special Olympics is kind of my main platform is Miss America. And I'm oh, headed yes, to we their forgot to talk about USA that. Games. Oh, no, no, it's totally good. Honestly, a majority of the interviews that I do, all I talk about is Special O. So, I am headed to their their USA Games that are in Orlando, Florida, in about a week or so. And so, send your best vibes to all of the athletes around the country that are going to be competing.
1: Yeah, go kill it. Um, what's it? I think your Woo! brother's name is it, Brendan. I believe.
0: Brendan. Yeah. There you go.
1: Shout out to Brendan. Shout out to Brendan.
0: Yes. Awesome.
1: You're a great younger sister. I believe he's the older one, right? Mm -hmm. there you go oh my
0: gosh you know your stuff
1: we do our research once in a while once in a while i'm impressed ben does a lot of weird internet stalking maybe he was the guy that screamed do you have a tattoo that was me actually i apologize (laughs) it comes full circle i'm so sorry about that all right apologize (laughs) to yes to your manager as well (laughs)
0: okay okay. it's a valid question (laughs)
2: <laughs> okay if you guys want to stay up to date with what ben and i are doing on a daily basis catch yep. us on all the social medias at worst asian pod we're on the exact same handle everywhere at worst asian pod yep emma once again thank you so much we appreciate it and to the listeners catch us every single week every single thursday rain or shine whether there's people screaming tattoos or not at you yeah take <laughs> care <right> here <laughs> bye later
0: seeing something it's smiling at me but not a friendly
1: smile the worst smile i've ever seen in my life do you see it right now smile rated r only in theaters september 30th